0: You're listening to Metalurgy, your weekly offering for metal news, reviews and complete randomness. Please be warned, the following show may contain suggestive language and mispronounced names and or bands. Enjoy. <laughs> So we know.
1: So we're starting. at We know map. the
0: time. Yeah.
1: All right. So we have absolutely. We have a very loose format.
0: Yeah, it's we, the first one. First one. Don't have a name yet. My name is Dino Bernardi. My name is. Um... Are you making one up? The dude. Uh, no, it's it's.
1: Oh. My name, uh, which I'm a little loath to give, but I'm planning on doing therapy with people at some point (laughs) you don't have to give your real name yeah well you know what's funny maybe i just bleep it out (laughs) Uh,
0: edit man editing room
1: that way nobody can actually ever find out that this is me (laughs) (laughs) dude don't you have a podcast (laughs) (laughs) wait you're one to talk to me about my life some of the things you say on that podcast (laughs) disgusting
0: (laughs) You know, you drinking that coffee right now makes me think of Mark Marin's podcast when he goes, pow, just shit my pants. I'm <laughs> <laughs> about
1: to shit my pants. I know,
0: <laughs> I feel like Matt talking about it too. Like it's it's kinda got my tummy rumbling. I didn't drink coffee. I want to take a shit right now. <laughs> yeah, my brother Man, he is Become
1: s- every podcast that's ever been released. <laughs>
0: My brother's sitting on the couch right now listening to music. So, yeah, he, does he may that. or may not join us in the future.
1: Yeah, he wants to feel it out. Yeah, which uh, which sucks because be- literally right before I hit the record button, this asshole saying like eight funny things.
0: <laughs> yeah, I know. Hysterical. And now He's was...
1: being all coy. You realize this is how he this is how he gets his his men interested in him. Yeah, and he fucking plays all coy and shit. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> plays hard to get.
1: You get someone in the bathroom and fucking rails. Him. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Defend yourself, <son. laughs> Uh We do have a yeah. format yeah. <laughs> at
1: yeah. some point. But let's actually, let's, you know what, let's get on point here. Okay.
0: So, what do we discuss first? There's... Um, I feel like the first thing we should
1: discuss are the albums that we picked um, as introductions to ourselves. Yes. And then from that we can talk about the albums that we are each um i guess loosely reviewing today um so yours was yob um what was it path clearing a path to ascension i think is what it was called yeah and um you can announce the one that i gave you it should be recording
0: okay just making sure yes and i'm trying to remember Mm -hmm. the names (laughs) Space members. Vacation, sorry Cosmic Vanguard. To, yeah, sorry to
1: whoever's listening, by the way, for having me clap in your ear. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, that will never happen again. Uh, <laughs> um, full disclosure I know um, one of the group members in Space Vacation, but it's just a really good album, so that's why it's recommended. So, yeah. <laughs> Although I didn't need to disclose that because I'm, I'm going to delete my name out of <laughs> <laughs> and then they're gonna
0: trace it back to you. <laughs> yeah.
1: Who it knows this guy? So that should let you know how good the album is because I didn't even need to let you know that. So.
0: Yeah. So he has a totally biased opinion about the album from the get go. Well,
1: their first couple albums are okay, but this new one is really top notch, really good album. Um, like, the first ones aren't bad, but this is just this is just a really good album. They finally like really came into their own I think with this
0: one. So we're we just talking about this now, or we? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs>
1: no okay do you want to announce your? do you want to talk about your album first the one that you
0: picked to introduce you? yeah I've been actually I was really excited about this when we first were going to do this like two weeks ago I think um <clears throat> so the album that was I feel like seminal for me is Iced Earth's Storm Rider no
1: shit
0: that's I, the one you picked yeah oh uh, wow <laughs> what no please tell me <laughs> okay um, and the reason why, so I, the way I started out was basically my brother, that asshole sitting on the couch right there, uh, him getting into Metallica and also <laughs> your dad. Uh, you have to bleep that out too, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> first first name's okay. okay. First okay. uh, name's Yeah. Um, so li- driving to your house and him playing war pigs in the car while we were driving there and him explaining every verse of that song to us and remember it being so badass. So I was kind of stuck in this realm of like old school metal, like Metallica, Black Sabbath, Ozzy Osbourne, Iron Maiden. And I feel like you came over to our house and played while we were landing with Diablo, Mm -hmm. Diablo 2. Yeah. And... You and Matt were playing the song Reaping Stone by Iced Earth. And you guys were so excited about that. Oh, yeah. And so right. Iced Earth was great. And I feel like there were definitely songs that I, I was into from that. But it was, I feel like Storm Rider was the first one that was like a conceptual album. Dark as fuck. Like the original vocalist. Even though I think the only one Actually, I. Actually, no, it's the, it's the original voteless. No, sorry, it's not the original vote. I'm talking about like with. Before the Barlow, like yes, I see over what it. You're saying. Yeah. Um, was kind of this entrance into underground metal. And I remember hearing or watching documentaries of Metallica when Kirk Hammett was like, oh, you know, everyone was pissed at us when we got big because they felt like they could. We were the band that they could just fit into their pockets. And Iced Earth was kind of that first band for me. And that was the one that got us going to shows. So the first true metal show that I went to see was Iced Earth. And yeah, so that's the album that kind of started. This whole roller coaster ride into music, man. Uh, <laughs> man. Yeah.
1: That is a really good album. I, I don't. Yeah, I didn't go that way at all with mine, but that's a really good.
0: Thing. Yeah, and that, that's. I don't listen to Iced Earth very much anymore, and I feel like if I had to pick a favorite album of theirs, it would be uh, Burnt Offerings. Yep. Even though. I didn't like it in the beginning, and I kind of did this whole like earlier Eister stuff, later Eister stuff, and then when I finished all that, I went back to birth, to the whole collection and burnt offering. This is now my favorite.
1: Yeah, Eister was one of those bands for like the first, I don't know. I'm just gonna throw a number out like five or six albums were really good. Yeah, and then like when he started going back and like re-recording his um, first couple albums with like Barlow and like the fuck, Brent, Brent Smedley, or whoever the drummer was, or maybe that was one of the singers, but the, he had the, yeah. the drummer that he used all the time. Yeah, and I just remember like not appreciating that as much, but yeah. I really loved the first few albums that he did. His, yeah, his guitar picking is pretty vicious, also his rhythms.
0: Yeah, and the songs are just well put together, and the gallops are fucking. That's, what I'm, dude, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> Those <clears throat> were eye opening. And yeah.
1: then the the concept too was really what drew me, in, I think with the yeah the fact that I could like listen to a story
0: and yeah and yeah exactly that was really fun. yeah and it was uh, crazy to think about this album before this podcast and go through it again and so before before I listened to it again I got stoned as shit. And then listened to it in bed while I was stoned as shit, and it put the biggest smile on my face. <laughs> it was like, oh my god, this is the best thing ever. <laughs> oh, fuck. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah, so that's that's my album. That was a good album.
1: Are you ready for mine?
0: I am totally ready, and I can't fucking wait right now.
1: It might, it might surprise you. So it's a Merciful Fate album. No way. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my well, Matt said something. So, um, Which album do you think
0: it is? Oh, fuck.
1: I. I want to do uh, this to you. It's not The Oath. It's too obvious.
0: I was going to say Melissa. Also too obvious. Yeah, I know. It's but too what obvious.
1: what is. Okay, I'm just going to say it. it's The Beginning. Yeah. The Beginning has Doomed by the Living Dead. Fucking great song. for Without a Soul. Nuns Have No Fun Devil's Eyes Curse of the Pharaohs Evil Satan's Fall Black Masses and Black Mineral on it the fucking album is insane <laughs> yes yeah I was when I was trying to figure I didn't actually know what album I was gonna pick and I was like I don't know what I'm gonna pick and so I thought that I would try and pick a band that I thought was really influential on like metal as a whole because everybody is influenced by Merceau Fate Metallica is influenced by Merceau Fate black metal bands are influenced by Merceau Fate like yeah. Every they like touch the entire scene and they remain completely like underfunded. I don't. Even, I don't even know what the fuck Hank Sherman does anymore. Like he had that other band for a while. Oh um, yeah. I can't remember their name right now. Matt had an album from them. But yeah, he didn't, I know. He didn't participate, so he's not mad to say what it was.
0: I know. I totally remember that album, yeah. but I can't think but, of the name. Yeah,
1: it was. Yeah, but anyways, it's just. Doomed by the Living Dead and all that shit, I fucking love, I love all that stuff. And I love Kim on the drums. He, like, totally kicks ass. He's, like, such a kick-ass fucking drummer. Um, Hank, obviously King. And it's, like, King, before he really got, like, his falsettos can kind of sound a little piercing. Mm -hmm. But on that album, there's almost, like, a guttural kind of thing to it. Where it's, like, I don't, I'm not gonna mimic it, but
0: the the thing about that album is i got that recently on vinyl mm-hmm. and oh yeah it yeah it's just, it's a, that's a whole different experience right there oh, yeah. on vinyl and especially when you go into satan's fall and you're like oh man mm-hmm. it's awesome um and also i've tried to play that album on drums before yeah. i fail miserably
1: Kim is like really a powerhouse, and it's easy to like overlook it because it doesn't have all like the double bass and everything in modern day drumming. But that guy's like he's got such a good feel for what a riff needs behind it.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Some good off time shit and some of that.
0: Yeah, I know. I'm not good at that at all. I'm I'm everyone. I'm an aspiring drummer. I enjoy doing it, but I suck, and. Thinking, like, oh yeah, it has single pedal in it a bunch and I can do that. No, I can't. Yeah,
1: <laughs> yeah that's me on guitar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that's me on every instrument, really. Bullshit. <laughs> Bow sheet. Yeah, you're, you're a good bass player. Decent. <laughs> 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 Look, my brother laughing. He's like, you fucking liar, fooling yeah. yourself.
1: <laughs> yeah, since, shit. That's the guy who plays at fretless
0: bass. Again, not very well. God, I. Yeah, whatever. I need to get a new fretless bass, actually. Yeah, yeah. Well, if
1: you don't play it very well. Yeah.
0: Well, <laughs> I don't really like the one that I have too much, well, to be yeah, honest. I don't
1: even remember the one that you have.
0: It's a Dean. Uh huh. Edge Edge Four fretless. Uh-huh. What would you get if you got another one? Um, I don't know. I I want to try them out. The only problem is, is that other, a lot of music stores don't have fretlesses in stock or a lot of fretlesses in stock. Yeah. So I'm kinda of stuck to like a fender or something, you know.
1: Well, um, I mean, um uh, plays a Fender.
0: I know. And I mean But I'm talking about fucking awesome. Sean Malone Cynic sound. And I can't remember the bass that he plays on that, but I'm like, I need that bass and I'm not even sure if they make him anymore. I think it starts with the Z. Sean Malone's bass? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I don't think he has that. Anything. I don't think he has that bass anymore. Well, I know he played a Chapman stick for yeah. a long time. Yeah. Which I wanted at some point. He played a Kubiki bass,
1: and I've been as bases. I don't see anything else when I do a little quick search on him here about his gear. Uh,
0: there was, um, I swear there's something else that he plays. That he played...
1: He actually has a custom Ibanez bass. You can buy his new custom bass that he... It's a five-string fretless. Oh. Yeah. Uh, We'll go ahead and we will play Ibanez real quick. It's the SR5005E.
0: Okay. That's his
1: bass. I I
0: have Sean Malone's music theory book because I thought I would, like, master that shit. It's a great reference, but... Yeah. I
1: feel like that's what my music theory books are. Like, I have a couple of them, and I never, like, sat down and from start to finish, like, got through everything. I just kind of, like, oh, I want this kind of a sound, and then look at it. And
0: yeah. It's yeah. I feel like it's a, a... To really cover theory, you almost need a class, and then at that point, it's like, oh, yeah, what's... You know, let me look back and see and then refresh from that book. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Let's start uh, going through... Let's go through for GM and then we'll go to... Uh... So
0: you know? Yeah, it's really helpful to understanding a fretboard. I think, yeah. We kind of got off base with. We did. That's okay, <laughs>
1: cause I. I didn't really have like tons of. I just just like this track list is fucking amazing and Rest of all fate is. You know, it's weird because I hated King Diamond so much when I first listened to him.
0: I think we all did, yeah. cause we all got into King Diamond from Metalli- M- well, Metallica. The uh Merciful Fate song yeah. on the garage album. Yeah. I think we all like loved that song and then we're like, let's try to listen to the actual Merciful Fate and I think we laughed. Well,
1: yeah, I think <laughs> the first the first
0: thing was is that um
1: I didn't actually listen to Merciful Fate before I listened to King Diamond spin off. I never heard anything. So I remember mm-hmm. like I went into Rasputin's cause I used to basically live there and <laughs> Yes. Yes. Yeah, yeah, and then I um, I bought the Puppet Master because, like, you know, and it, I heard about King Diamond and the uh, the packaging was all, like, thick and beautiful and it had, like, it was all foil and shiny, you know? Mm-hmm. And it was just, like, the deluxe new King Diamond double disc with a DVD. <laughs> and I was like, this is going to be fucking awesome. And yeah. I put it out and I was like, what is this? And I just remember thinking, like, these riffs are so sweet and he's just
0: talking over everything. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I, just, I just remember being like, fucking ruining all the <laughs> Oh, <laughs> Which is funny, because I love that album now. But, like, I remember, it, like, I was, like, what, 16 or 17. And I remember fucking being like, what <laughs> am I listening to? And, I mean, I'm, then, like, I remember, like, liking some of the singing. And I realized it was, like, a female singer. And I was like, just let her sing. Like, yeah. Yeah. And I went over to your guys' house, um... To do the normal thing, probably like play video games, play music, yeah, like, listen to black metal and power metal.
0: Yeah,
1: um, I think around that time we were like listening to like a lot of evergreen Hammerfall and stuff.
0: Yeah, those were, I remember those days.
1: Yeah, yeah, I remember. And, okay, well, it's not to track. <laughs> yeah. I remember you guys put on um. Um, desecration of souls. Oh yeah. I remember being in Matt's room and he put on Desecration of Souls because he was. I remember saying I didn't like King Diamond and he was like, "Oh, this Marshall of Fate stuff is pretty good." And I was like, "Well, let me hear something." He put on Desecration, and that was like it. Then, I- then I remember you guys also bought um, you bought the best of of Fate and one of you guys bought them. I think it was. Uh, mm-hmm. on CD, and I remember being in your backyard, like kicking it by the, the I think then empty hot tub. Oh, yeah. And listening to them, and being like... I remember at the time, so this is a little insulting to down, but I remember at the time being like, what the fuck happened? <laughs> 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 I, could, like, I could see that. Because I was like, this shit is fucking viciously good. And then, um, you know, but I had the feeling that he really fucking abused his voice over the years. Like... Um, and there's also but
0: when we saw him live a couple months ago he was amazing he was dead
1: on balls fucking accurate
0: but i'm wondering like did he have a backing track or anything because it was almost too good it was just like you know i've actually been wondering that because Live, he
1: it sounded like there was two of them, and also on his live DVD it sounds like that too sometimes. Yeah. But I don't know whether that's a backing track or whether that's a a delay. Yeah. Because he could, you know, him with a pedal or a mixer guy could just flip a delay on, and then his last note's gonna continue for like another five or six seconds and then he could hit the higher one. Yeah. And he can hit the higher one and it's going to create that triad that he does. Yeah. And I, I don't think that's really out of the question for like a leopard. He did a really great job. I was fucking shocked. We,
0: we were also drunk. Sick. So but we it's crazy. We I were all the way in the back of the warfield in San Francisco and we were just ha- having the greatest time of yeah. our life.
1: And it- you know what was weird is I felt like everyone there was- I <laughs> hey, hey, <no>. you know. <laughs> I felt like everyone in that entire place was just like- had been waiting to see him just as long as we had. Was it like over 10 years, right? Yeah, oh. it was like- Was it really? Yeah, because he had the- I don't remember the exact years, but I think we waited between 10 and 12 years to see him. Um, he had the back problem thing happen first, which knocked him out for like four or five, and then he had like a triple bypass or something, right after that.
0: Uh, and oh, he, I don't remember reading from,
1: about what that. Yeah, he had a triple bypass surgery, and I don't, it, I didn't hear about it leading up to it either, so I don't know what happened. Like he, he all of a sudden, he just had a triple bypass. Uh, yeah. There's like a picture of him, I think, somewhere on some website that exists of him
0: leaving the hospital.
1: <laughs> um,
0: yeah. Random blabbermouth. Yeah, and ears. then you know, and then
1: I think it seemed to me like he only had enough strength to make like a random appearance at like Metallica concerts. <laughs> yeah.
0: Can you do like half of this one
1: song? Hey, we would appreciate it if you just came out and sang your Fate songs. Which is interesting because I remember hearing him one time say, um, "The Metallica plays in a different e- key, Yeah, or something like that. Or e. Everything's flat." Like everything's like a half note flat or something. And when he went out to sing, he was like, What the fuck is happening?
0: We're gonna test you, King. Yeah, no one's gonna tell you. Yeah. <laughs> 300,000 people go. Everyone just goes, He's a professional, right? <laughs> you will know.
1: It's too loud for him just to plug one, one finger in his ear and go, Oh! Ah. Like he, he can't hear that shit over everybody screaming. But yeah, so that album is fantastic. I think we all know that Nuns Have No Fun is probably my favorite Merciful Fate song, which is another reason why I should bleep out my name on here. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: I honestly think Desecration of Souls is my favorite, because I remember that being in a playlist. Oh, God, it's so good. Like when, when Matt was really getting into it and that was the song that stuck. Dude. And when he does like the trill and it's like sliding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: Uh, Dude, I actually made a music video to that song out of anime. I got a bunch of anime clips from like Roroni Kenshin movies of people like getting slashed up and like storms coming. And I made like a music video where like they're in a ship and a storm's coming, and then like there's fighting and then they're in the forest. And like, it was like a whole. Da I, I like that. Yeah, it dun, was like. Dun, 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 dun. And <laughs> I, matched up, I matched up like lightning strikes to like like certain like melodies and you know I think yeah.
0: I remember seeing that I think yeah. you showed me one time
1: yeah
0: I love that song that was like the song for a long time but yes but Nuns
1: have no fun that one gets me because it's like just an upbeat catchy song and you don't expect him to be singing about what he's singing about <laughs> yeah yeah and we'll leave that if you're listening to this just pause real quick and go listen to Nuns Have No Fun and look at the lyrics <laughs> and then you know just forgive me for my taste <laughs>
0: If I you're mean, sensitive to the lyrical yeah. content, yeah, it's pretty, ab- it's pretty
1: abrasive. I mean, if I, I mean, I don't know. I'm borderline offended by it, and <laughs> it's my favorite song. Yeah. <laughs> 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 it's pretty fucking abrasive. Yeah. Um, but yeah. So that's. We we really got in there on that. We we went the full gamut on the Merciful Fate. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And the. But we're so. not done by any means. Um, I mean, there's.
1: There's going to be an entire episode or series in the future at some point, I think, about My soul Fade. No, there has to be.
0: Yeah. It's just,
1: it's like the band everybody knows and nobody knows at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's really weird. Okay, so, do you want to go on to the uh, albums we listen to? Yes. Okay, do you want me to start, or do you want to start?
0: Um, I guess I'll start. Okay. So the album I listened to was by Space Vacation. Cosmic Vanguard is the name of the album. And today was my first day listening to it. And I got through it one and a half times. And always on the first time. It's interesting because, you know, you're really just finding out about it. And I kind of came to the conclusion that it's, like, in the beginning, it's solid. Like, I... It's, like, nothing wrong with it. Like, this is just, like, a good fucking album. And I, you know, power metal sort of reminds me a little bit of Iron Maiden. Um, There's uh, definitely some Maiden stuff. Yeah, like, it's just, like, sprinkled throughout. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, there's a piece, and there's a piece. It's
1: not enough for you to be like, who are these assholes? But it's enough for you to be like,
0: oh, yeah. 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 But, so a little bit of kiss in there yeah and the uh, the that, that was the song get down just cuz it has the detroit rock city like oh, yeah. da 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 like yeah the contra yeah. intro thing uh, yeah so i mean i can't really like go into depth of any of the songs but i feel like everything's pretty solid uh, it's not it's not boring which I usually find in in a lot of power metal albums these days and it's not too crazy either like it, it's just a a wank fest which uh, Dragon force like something like that which I can't sometimes it's just too much so it's like this perfect medium of like like it keeps you engaged the entire time and the uh, the choruses are, interesting and on the drive here I was listening to it and it already made me want to like sing along with it so it's one I I also can see me listening to this song and then at some point being in the car with you and Matt and then having it come on and then just being like smiles and singing along with it the entire time so yeah cool. I think it's a solid album yeah I was
1: not that I was surprised by it but um yeah, I was. I like that. I, I um think Kiyoshi is the name of the lead guitar player. Okay. And um, his, I really love his solos.
0: So you know more about this band.
1: I do because I know the drummer in the band. Yeah. Um, and uh, who's a who's a pretty uh, pretty nice guy. Really really good drummer. Super good drummer. Like kind of makes me upset that I'm not as, as good. <laughs> he's, he's got the stamina of. I don't even know what to compare him to, but he's, he's super. he got the stamina of the 70s porn star on the drums.
0: <laughs> they have to have they more stamina these days.
1: They should, they, should, they should put that in a. Hopefully, he'll put that in a board about himself at <laughs> he got the stamina of a 70s porn star. And the singer is super good. By the way, the singer is, sounds dead on exactly the same line. Well, yeah. Doesn't seem to strain for any of the nose. I fucking and love that. Dude, he's totally a humble guy, too. He, um... Like, he acts like he's not as good as he is. Like, I was talking to him, and he's like, oh, every time there's another band playing, and he goes, man, that guy's really good at playing guitar and singing at the same time. And I was like, you're really good at that? he goes, oh, I'm okay. And then he goes up there later, and he's just, like, fucking wailing on a guitar and hitting all the notes perfect. I was like, you humble motherfucker.
0: You know, that reminds me of, there's only a couple bands that aren't that don't have growl vocalists that can do this and one of them was king diamond mm-hmm. and the other one is symphony x like album quality live and you're uh, like how the fuck wow this is fucking amazing it blows your mind
1: yeah um, i've never seen i'm kind of envious i've never seen it uh, symphony x yeah you know, i know you and your brother did
0: yeah um where are space vacation from are they from the bay area
1: yeah they're from around here kiyoshi is actually in vicious rumors billy guitar players from Vicious oh, Rumors. oh yeah
0: you did tell me that um
1: cubby is the name of the drummer he's i think actually originally from uh he's actually originally from um clear lake but he lives down here i actually won't disclose where
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i don't
1: know i don't know how comfortable they are but they're all from the bay area um and they all have various like jobs that they do outside of music and you know they're all productive members of society but i hear that they might tour in germany or in europe uh, coming up here in a couple months apparently it's pretty bad doing really well in europe it's on the radio and stuff yeah so
0: yeah okay awesome. awesome those
1: guys no, people will find out about our podcast way after they find out about <laughs> Yeah, band. exactly. We're not doing anything to promote the band right now at all. So. Yeah. <laughs> but um, anyways, yeah, hopefully they keep putting out great albums like this so we can keep talking about them. I don't... I'm sure they will. Uh, really yeah.
0: Bad. A random tangent... Random tangent. ...about... Sounds like a great punk band. <laughs> vicious Rumors. Random <laughs> tangent. Who we found out about them and we talked to a guy when we used to live at, when I say we, it's my brother and, and I, at my mom's house and this guy would come over and he was high on coke <laughs> and he would just be like gritting his teeth and fucking fuck you and fuck you and vicious rumors fucking know, badass <laughs> and always like he was flipping off everything and yeah, so random tangent over, but... <laughs> that's why i laughed because like i just had an image of that guy in my head
1: i really do feel like random tangent is a great punk band <laughs> I seriously do. are
0: you gonna oh no this we have a... to like search for this, this now it's probably a band this is random tangent with a fistful of dicks <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, just... right. um, yeah so my album was Um, Y-O-B Does that stand for something by the way?
0: I was trying to look that up I have no idea
1: Well you look it up I'm talking about it So you told me to listen to
0: Clearing the Path to Ascension Yes
1: um, Which Spotify has As Clearing the Path to Ascend So maybe I'm saying it wrong But um Yeah it's like Four songs and they're Really fucking long that was the Mm -hmm. first thing I actually thought it was like a single at first When I looked at the track list and I listened to it in the co- I actually think that I didn't really listen to it the way it should be listened to. I feel like this album is something where you need to like smoke a bowl and then kinda.
0: It, yeah, yeah. And
1: then put this album on. So I'm gonna um, I'm gonna go ahead and talk about it as a, in double mind. So as a as a non stone person I felt like the song's kinda of went on for a long time. But it's a Doom Metal band. So I think if you're into Doom Metal, it's probably like the fucking shit. Um, it's got, uh, like, pretty cool changes. I actually felt like my favorite things in the songs were the mellow sections. Yes. The, the parts where he sings clear, even though it was his guttural voice uh, is, is actually really good. Um, my favorite song on it was, uh, my favorite heavy song was Nothing to Win. That song, actually, I feel like you could listen to Not Stoned, and you would still love that song. Like, that was that's a repeat listen song.
0: Yeah, I think so. Yeah, just no, from the get go. Yeah, it's super good. It's a it's a
1: really good doom metal song, and it's just it's got like just enough momentum to it as a doom metal song to keep you like engaged the whole time. Um, my other favorite was Mero, the last song on it. Mm-hmm. It was really beautiful when it changed like halfway through. Uh, I really really loved that I was like god I wish I just wanted to stay like this forever now (laughs) it was just so good it was really (laughs) wonderful yeah um so I think like this is a grower album and because I listened to it today one and a half times also I don't think I can give it a really accurate rating I think this is something I need to listen to for like a week or two weeks yeah and then like it'll like lodge itself into my brain and i'll just be thinking about it yeah my first listen it's definitely nothing to win and marrow or like the two tracks that were like my favorites and then in our blood was kind of like okay uh for me and unmasked the specter was also kind of okay but again it changes about halfway through a quarter of the way through yeah and i really loved that in fact that was my that was my favorite um the first listen through mm-hmm. and then i realized that somehow my spotify was on random and i missed an arrow completely oh yeah and um i went back and listened to that and then i listened to nothing to win and i don't know why but i li- i almost feel like i didn't even hear nothing to win when it was playing like i don't know if traffic or
0: something was going on because i was listening to it in the
1: car but i put it on and it was like instantly amazing i
0: I feel like dual metal's great when you're like spacing out, sort yeah. of. Cause at like some point TV you games. click back in and yeah. it's like, oh, this awesome part. Yeah. Cause when you're listening to it actively, it's almost like it, like, okay, I, I get it. This section is going on. And, and then
1: like five minutes later. <laughs> yeah.
0: And then when that change comes though, it's amazing. Yeah. And it's one of the, it kind of reminds me of what I realized, like, emperor does is it builds up a lot of tension and then when that change comes it's just like a release that you just oh, yeah. feel like yes this is fucking amazing so i i kind of got that from the album and um sorry where are you
1: no um so i here's so here's my thing by the way
0: i think we
1: should introduce a rating system which is a scale from one to six
0: <laughs> but we need a third person so if we get so we have,
1: six <laughs> six <season. laughs> Matt, have you ever listened to um, um, YOB, the uh, "Clearing a Path to Ascend"? No. Have you listened to the Space Vacation one though? Older stuff. The older you haven't listened to Cosmic Pandora. Hmm. No. All right. Well, we're gonna have to settle for two sixes. Okay. So <laughs> um, so I'm gonna give. Well, here's the way we can kind of clear this up though. On Path to Ascend is that um, I'm gonna give it. A a, a clear headed rating, and I'm gonna give it a stone. <laughs> so on a clear headed rating, I'm gonna give it, I'm gonna give it a three out of six clear headed, because I felt like I really love half the album, and the other half I'm not really that thrilled about. But this is also again one day, and this is a really long piece and it's a lot of music. Yeah. Um, and the stone rating is gonna be like a five out of six.
0: <laughs> if I was stoned,
1: uh, I would fucking dig this shit say- so bad. Um, yeah, this is a five. Minutes. So, if you like to smoke weed and you like really long, like eighteen minute song, like eighteen minutes worth of music, kind of stuff, um, get high and listen to uh, YOB, clearing a path to ascend. Right after this podcast, <laughs> just get
0: totally stoned and do it. So, I guess a little background on how I came about this band oh, yeah, was I was in Denver with Tracy during the winter break. Mm-hmm. And not that I have a break, she does for her job, but um, we were in the brewery True, which has it's a metal brewery because it's the True is spelt like (laughs) Colt, like Uber Colt with the B. And it was an awesome environment to be in. And this, we sat at the bar, and this was. The band that was playing and the first song that I heard was Unmasked the Spectre in there and maybe that's why it was so good is because we in the middle of conversation you start, you hear the change in the song and you're like what the fuck is this yeah, yeah. and so I, I took out my Shazam thing found out what it was I'm like I'm fucking listening to this later yeah. and so that's kind of where it came about and um, I listened to it again and I think Unmasked the Specter does it for me because it reminds me of being in the brewery, which I think is emotional. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It was it was that. awesome, but yeah, marrow is probably my favorite in that. Yeah, it's yeah. Re- that's a really beautiful
1: piece of music. Yeah, yeah,
0: and I'm I have to think about the rating System because albums always feel different. Like I I don't think I can. Ever say it's always going to be a three out of six or something. Because during some moments, like if I were listening to this at work, it would be the most perfect thing ever because it, it is in the background and you're not. And then when you come back into consciousness, it's like, oh, fuck, what is that? That's the sweetest thing I've ever heard. So... So uh-huh. hold
1: on, I'll do that too. Uh, as a background listen, this yeah. is a, this is a six out of six. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like no, it is. As a stone listen, it's like a five out of six. <laughs> You'll probably be amazed. Yeah. But um, as a background listen, it really is perfect. And I was thinking about that on the drive. I was like, if I was doing something, if mm-hmm. I was like building a computer or some tinkering, it'd be perfect. Yeah. Perfect music.
0: Yeah. yeah. Good atmospheric.
1: Are you Are you gonna rate the this album and then I'll rate cosmic Vanguard and then you rate cosmic Vanguard so or you rate or do you want to rate cosmic Vanguard and then rate this album and then I'll rate cosmic Vanguard maybe that makes more sense
0: so I'm gonna give both a four out of six all right solid just because well like again cosmic Vanguard is gonna change because I'm gonna listen to it again so that's gonna Drop a deuce and a half right here. <laughs> <laughs> so, and I don't know. If I had more time to listen to, what about,
1: what about a? Uh, you know what? I feel like we should do this for all albums. We're let's do it right now. A background rating, a stoned rating, and a regular rating. oh Yeah. Okay. So what? What's a? What's a stoned and a background for?
0: But I haven't bit. Like I can't. I can't comment on that. So I feel like back for YOB it's uh what what were what was it again background background stone. normal and stone background normal stone so normal would be 4 stone would be 5 background would be 6 and I feel we're like close on that. yeah there's inter, there's some
1: iterator reliability happening <laughs> yeah
0: uh for the Cosmic Vanguard album, it would be four for normal, five for stoned and I feel like maybe a four for background. I think it's like too much. Yeah I can
1: see that like it's almost mean, too distracting. yeah I'll give I'll give that one a um, for the stone I'll give it like a five um did I already I haven't rated it yet have I no stone I'll give it a five I'll give it a normal five too it's a pretty Mm -hmm. solid record for me like um yeah and then the background I'll give it background four. also just because it's not because it's a negative thing but because it's like it's a good album so you're gonna stop paying attention to what you're trying to do when you're gonna listen to it yeah distracting yeah So, yeah Not the best background
0: music. I feel like we'll have to work on this rating system.
1: It's working though because now we've got, we've got,
0: we could, between the two of us, we could get 666. Exactly. Like we can find an album. We
1: can can find
0: an album that just works for everything. Yeah, we could. Um, (laughs) Which
1: I'm pretty sure would be Prometheus. It doesn't matter how distracting it is. 666. (laughs) (laughs) Fucking six. Six in the background, six normal, six stone. I don't give a shit. (laughs) (laughs) That album is perfect.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh, that's Emperor, by the way, for people who don't know what we're talking about. Emperor.
0: The Art of Fire and And Demise. demise. Yeah,
1: Emperor. The album is Prometheus, The Art of Fire and Demise. It's... Not all of you will like it, but anybody who plays an instrument will immediately shit their pants listening to that fucking album. And do it with headphones. Don't be stupid and just play it in the computer. That's... The worst possible idea. Put headphones on. Everything is panned and mixed. And you will hear crazy shit happening. Just fucking all the time.
0: When I listened to it recently, it was almost too much again. Like, I was back listening to it for the first time. Like, it was just like, it's too much, like, going on. I'm too kind of stressed out here. Yeah. I I mean, like...
1: It's actually, to be perfectly. it's almost kind of insulting to call it an Emperor album because I don't think Sam had anything to do with that album. No, I mean, not. I think he recorded maybe some of it, but the entire thing was written by a song. Every single song from start to finish was written by him and yeah. it was recorded at his home studio. So, I mean, it's, re- it's really an Isan album. It's not really, it says Emperor, but not really an Emperor album. Outside yeah. of the fact that, like, um, Trim plays on it. I don't even honestly know if Sam plays on it. can't think of it. Yeah. Of we can look this up, but I'm too lazy.
0: Yeah, I know. Same here. Yeah, let we'll the listener. It's almost there. too much research for yeah. what we can...
1: Okay. Have. So, hold on. Have we both rated everything? Yes. Rated everything. Yeah. Well, wow, this... By the way, this... I feel like this is moving right along. Yeah. I don't care what the listener thinks. I'm happy with the way this is going. <laughs> if,
0: they,
1: if, if they don't like it, they've stopped listening by now. Well...
0: So, thank you. And him. we're doing this for us, too. Yeah. So, that's yeah, the important this
1: is, thing. Yeah. That uh, is the important thing. Um, okay. So, um, we should talk about Metal News.
0: Which, apparently, you have something, and I don't have
1: shit. That's okay. So... I didn't... I didn't... I just... I didn't... I didn't ask you to think of anything. I just... I actually heard about something like that a couple weeks ago or a week ago. Yeah. And I just double-checked it today to see what was happening. Um, you may have also already heard about this. But, um, right. yeah, you know that Abith is in a legal battle with Horde and uh, Demoness, right?
0: What? I did not know that. Yeah.
1: Abith is... Abith. Immortal. Yeah. Damn. Well, here's, so here's the thing is, um, apparently, Abith, Demoness, and Horg were... Uh, renting like some rehearsal space together and i mean we all know demon has all he does is write lyrics so i mean let's be perfectly honest his he doesn't really have shit to do with the band like he he kind of like still participates but just because abeth is nice and he lets him write the lyrics yeah i mean what the fuck he doesn't play he hasn't played guitar since i want to say i think it's i think i read 1997 but
0: wait he had that demon as album Right? Oh, yeah.
1: He did have a Demonaz album, which, by the way, sounds exactly like him. <laughs> Who would <laughs> have thought? I mean, like, <laughs> but in all the best ways. Like, the, the Demonaz album is actually better. So I take that back. He hasn't played guitar for Immortal, immortal though, since 97. Um, I believe. Although, All Shall Fall. Did he play anything on
0: that? Mm, no. I'm no, not but sure... But they
1: use some old riffs from the early...
0: Yeah, th- I know they save a bunch of riffs. Yeah. yeah. All the time. That
1: album is not good. That is not a good album.
0: It's... I'm
1: gonna go on a limit. I don't like it. It's like the one Immortal record I don't listen to.
0: I think I can... I can listen to it, but I don't listen to it.
1: It's... It's really not... It really feels cobbled together. Um... To me. It feels... It really feels cobbled together. You
0: know the one thing I love about that album? What are you going to say? The artwork. And the, the that is album
1: true. cover art is... That is true. I like the artwork also. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, that is a, it's a cool cover. Um, but yeah, so... Well, here's what happened. We completely got off track. So, <laughs> yeah, they're, they're in a legal battle because Abbott tried to trademark the name Immortal or copyright it. Trademark. Trademark the name yeah. Immortal. And Horrigan Dimas blocked it in, with, like, a lawsuit. Um, and Abbott uh, basically said, like, you guys quit the band, so you don't really have any right to tell me whether or not I can um, do this, which was news to me. I didn't. Know.
0: I didn't know that either, yeah. yeah. So,
1: I feel like there's a lot of news wrapped up in this. but So, here's what happened is I guess that there was some sort of personal problem that happened between the three of them where um, Abith wanted to work on material, in both Horde and both Horg and Demonaz, whose real name I think is Olv, Olv, something with the Olven, Olvi, I don't want to say the wrong thing. Um, but, anyways, Demonaz and Horde wanted to take an extended break. And yeah. um, then they both stopped paying their two-thirds of the rehearsal space and took uh-huh. all of their equipment out
0: Yeah. after. so And it so, sounds
1: like maybe they had an argument, too.
0: Yeah. Um, so, so not only did they leave the band, they took all their shit, too.
1: Yeah. And, uh, and so Abbott took over two-thirds of the rent for the rehearsal space. And he's actually already, from, from what I read, he's already completed work, uh, in the, at least the writing process, in, in the middle of recording, or maybe even finished that of a new album with other people.
0: Oh. Yeah, so... Is it like the album I that he did?
1: I guess. It, you know, probably it will be because, I mean... Oh, fuck, I would love an immortal record with Ice Dale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, um, Get him, Dale. <laughs> it's that bluesy shit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, I mean, it really sounds to me like a new immortal record has already happened or is, or is being or happening right now with mm-hmm. other people so it kind of does sound like like those guys aren't in the band anymore
0: yeah but also contractually you don't know if it says for a certain amount of time or yeah. what's in there that states that you know
1: yeah I don't know what they've signed with one another I uh, if I were to look at it outside of like a legal standpoint like just from like a I guess you'd call it heuristic like what feels good and true it yeah. would be that like, you know, it's Abbott's band now. It has been for, like, 10 years. Yeah. Um, I mean, ever since At the Heart of Winter, it's been Abbott right?
0: Yeah, like the and besides the lyrics, right? Which, yeah, which, yeah, and yeah, who cares? Yeah, I'm sure he, he can, can write English. lyrics. <laughs> how, hard, how,
1: hard is it, how hard is it to talk about Thrones, Ice, and Demons? Like, I mean, it's not <laughs> fucking difficult. And, like, a, a
0: big black raven. And right? thrown by black storms. Yeah, that's... I mean,
1: that's every immortal record that's ever come out. Storming it's, through red clouds and I holocaust could, I, I, I'll write all the lyrics for the next immortal record. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I'll do it for free. I don't care. It's fucking easy. You know, I. And, the, the, and grammatically, it'll be the best fucking. <laughs> I'm with Abath on this one. I don't. I mean, like, I realize that there may be legal implications, but I, I yeah. kind of feel like if I'm taking a side, it's it's with Abath on this one.
0: Yeah, I. I just realized like if we actually got a following and then you said something like who gives a shit about the lyrics what kind of outpouring would be fuck you man you don't know what you're talking about those lyrics are fucking awesome Um, well I mean I used to really I still love those lyrics but
1: let's just be honest and let's not say that it's difficult to come up with those
0: like those are really would not like a robert frost poem or <laughs> <laughs> Bobby <wouldn't do> that. <laughs> Bobby. Uh, i think if i were to take a stance on this it would probably be the way you're looking at it but i haven't read anything into this and i don't know you know if, yeah. if i were to look at this Properly, it would be look at Abbas side and Demonaz and Horg's side and. And
1: that's part of the problem is I think that this has been news for like at least a week, maybe even a month somewhere in like you know a couple we to a couple weeks time. And um, uh, Demonaz and Horg have a legal team, and they haven't released a statement yet, but they're working on one. Yeah. So, I mean, really, I have a side now, but it's I'm not really well informed. Like they could their legal team could come out and be like, hey, we signed the contract saying that we're part of this band for like X amount of years. Yeah. And that we're entitled to like this percentage of money from the band, regard like and there's nothing in her about whether we're a member at that time <laughs> or not. Yeah. And then I could be like, Well, Abbott sure did fuck himself on that, you know? and then I wouldn't really be on his side because he needs to read what he signs but, yeah. but I mean just like just like you know is what makes sense in my mind like you tell me that these guys stopped paying for rehearsal space and decided that they didn't want to be a part of the band and the only way that you have to live is to make music with your band that you've been doing for like what 15 years twenty years, some, some really long period of time now yeah um, I don't know. It seems to me like you ought to be able to copy, especially if you're the the songwriter for everything, for like the past, like, however many records, you know? Mm-hmm. It just feels that way. Yeah. But legally, you're right. I don't know what he's done legally. He may have signed some really bad deals. Yeah. It's very possible that he fucked himself.
0: I don't know. Yeah, and I have no idea what that those contracts look like yeah. for that I stuff. Guess we'll so. find
1: out in the weeks coming up and more podcasts coming up.
0: And yeah. And we'll talk about it and it'll have a resolution. You bringing up news reminded me of checking blabbermouth.net every day oh, for God. metal news. Yeah, I and. I feel like there's way better websites for this, and I have no idea. And this, if we did have an audience, this would be the part of, like... Can I say something real quick? Yeah.
1: Riot666, you're a fucking asshole. I don't like you. You should stop posting things online, because you're a dick. Well,
0: (laughs) what does this have to do with anything? (laughs) Nothing. He's just
1: the guy who posts on Blabbermouth. If he ever hears this, I want him to know that he sucks.
0: (laughs) That's that's random. (laughs) Um... Anyway, uh, you
1: know who writes six 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 is? I'm the only one who fucking noticed that that guy hate posts everything. Dude, he hate posts everything except for like fucking classic kiss things and shit. No, really? Yeah, it's like go away. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, I'll
0: stop. But I would ask people like, is there a website? other than blabbermouth for metal news because i know nothing
1: um there are john snow there are some but i don't remember what they are anymore and to be perfectly honest i check these websites and most of the stuff that happens on them i don't care about like it's like yeah what is slipknot doing and stone sour and mudvayne is Doing well, something, yeah. It's like all like the same kind of thing, and then every now and then there'll be like a sprinkling of like an extremely popular power metal band will
0: come in, or
1: like you never hear about anything really cool on those websites. I feel like
0: no, so I mean word of mouth. Just like I'm reading right now, Nightwish, which I haven't listened to in fucking years. You know, yeah. new, there's a new singer. Did you know that? I had no fucking clue. Apparently, yeah, apparently they that? bring a lot of motivation and devotion to the band. Did you know this? And I also saw Y&T's. So sorry, Thomas. Hey. You're, not, you're
1: nothing. Sorry,
0: dude.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's fucking amazing. Sorry,
0: I, lost the greatest you, you singer
1: you, you can't give me heroin and then give me methadone and, and tell me it's heroin like it's you can replace Tarja with whoever you want it'll never be the same I'm Always you're always chasing the dragon you'll never catch it you get fucking Tarja back this is true like I and he's a really good songwriter but I just don't care it's, it's, it really sucks he's, he's amazing but I just don't care. yeah and By I have the way listened. he's also depressing to fucking listen to when he talks about
0: he's so depressing <laughs> So depressing. I yeah, can't fucking deal with it. <laughs> I haven't fucking watched an interview or anything with him in years, but I know what you're talking about. Yeah. yeah. He's, ex- he's so depressing. Isn't he like open about that too? Like, how depressing? I, yeah. yeah he just, <laughs> he's, he just, he's
1: like he's depressed. Just, yeah. I mean, you know, Matt has a theory about this. I wish he would just be a part of this. Yeah. So, Matt's theory, I'm going to say it for him. I should say it wrong, so we have to Poke the you're, fucking you're, you're, bear, man. Your theory was that he was in love with Tarja, but she wouldn't um, be with him because she got involved with that other guy that she started bringing on tour, and then, like, something happened between him and Tarja, and that's why she really left the band. That was your theory? That, that is my theory. Yeah.
0: I thought that was, like, validated by her in was some that way. Validated? Like, there was a little essence of it. I don't think it was if plainly that, stated.
1: If, if Okay, so we don't, are you, are, the, are you man? going on the record as saying it
0: was No, no, I, okay. I, don't
1: remember, again. her man, I thought, was her manager, yeah. and he wanted
0: her to do more, more, uh, solo stuff.
1: Um, I think that was
0: the other thing. But God. I don't know if any of that is confirmed. This yeah. is, this was fucking years ago, man. Yeah, God damn, we're now. going back.
1: Yeah, we are. The back, back when we both had long hair. Yeah.
0: Yeah now I'm have a shape and I, I'm,
1: I'm right behind you yeah, yeah.
0: <laughs> you're gonna do it and take oh, the plunge
1: it, probably in like I, I'm gonna leave it for now because people people seem to like it yeah but once it really starts getting you know far gone I'm gonna shave it off
0: yeah yeah and one more thing about this blabbermouth yeah. YNT that is a band I have not heard in a long time
1: I literally listened to YNT like a couple months
0: ago oh you did yeah. I
1: love,
0: dude, wine tea's awesome. Dude, I was like, Dave Minichetti? Fuck, I haven't heard that name in forever. Yeah. Yeah. But I thought I'd just go on that tangent since we talked about news, and I'm like, that's the only thing I can talk about.
1: So, you know, I think um, one thing we should also do before we close, and we probably are at that point now, it feels like we've really accomplished some conversation yeah. about topics, is uh, maybe we should talk about like what our motivation is to do the podcast and also that's fucking solid I expected 20 minutes to be honest <laughs> really yeah um sorry Dina to show me how long we've been doing this um what our motivation is for doing the podcast and also just kind of talk about like what do we do outside of the podcast uh and I'll, I'll start if you don't mind go for it um so my motivation to do the podcast was A just sounded like a lot of fun but B like I have real motivation because I don't feel like there's a voice that exists um in talking about heavy metal music and i i feel like it didn't like i'm not really achieving this voice in this podcast but i think it'll come through with with hopefully the three of us but right now the two of us in the future which is that i want to like intelligent people talking about metal music and i feel like when you listen to like um around here would be like the bone um but like the bone or you listen to like xm or whatever you have like what feels to me to be people doing like radio shtick and yeah, or or personalities yeah they're like personalities and they come across as like really stupid and misogynistic um and I don't really like any of them I haven't liked a radio personality talking about metal it's like the other radio personalities but I haven't liked a radio personality talking about metal music since who was the guy who used to run the metal zone
0: Mrs. this hmm I can't remember. Fuck. I know
1: we we're doing him a disservice by not remembering his um, name.
0: Billy's Billy was it Billy Steele?
1: Yeah. Yeah. So he was great. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, uh, we were all younger back then, so maybe he kind of fell into this trap a little bit too. But I remember him being like a really cool guy, um, who seemed pretty intelligent, and he had a really great playlist. Yeah. um,
0: Collection oh apparently because when he left yeah he took all the good stuff with him yeah when he left
1: they ran out of music to play (laughs) um yeah and i thought that it would be good to start this so that we could have then i guess this says a lot about how i think about us three and me in some way kind of narcissistic but i think it's nice it'd be nice to have intelligent group of people talking about metal music and I'm sure world events will come up in, at some point and things like that and actually have like yeah. intelligent conversation about things instead of like whoa dude like let's go get drunk and plow some bitches and <laughs> wow did you did you hear that did you hear that new fucking Slipknot album oh my god like I hear Stone Sour is going to be doing something soon and I'm like, you know, <laughs> and, uh, oh man, I've got a, t- got a tattoo of a fucking, you know, whatever, a juggalo on my ass. Whatever. It's just, I don't know.
0: You know, I think also one of the things is intelligent. The other one is kind of a nerdy. Yeah. Because like, oh, when nice. we do this on the regular basis is just nerd out about. Bands and musicians and everything. And this reminds us of it. callbacks to all sorts of bands like we did today, I feel. And it's nice to have kind of a natural environment to be able to talk about this. And I hope that people that listen to this understand and can relate to wanting something like this, too. Because I look through podcasts sometimes where I'm like, there's got to be something that talks about, like... Maybe we're not talking about the most underground stuff, but at least a little bit. Not just like that metal show where they talk about Iron Maiden and Black Sabbath and yeah. all like the 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 stuff that was popular in the '80s. Is that
1: on VH1?
0: Uh, I can't remember. I think it is.
1: I that's the one with Metal Mike on it, right?
0: Um, maybe. The... I I haven't listened to any radio show. Like domestic XM or TV show that has has to do with metal, like in the past, it could almost be like ten years. Yeah. Because I feel like there's nothing out there for me. It's all
1: disappointing. Yeah.
0: Yeah.
1: So is it, is are we are these the reasons behind your uh...
0: Exactly. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Cool. Geeking so. out, talking about shit that matters. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> all right. I guess so. Is that it?
0: Yeah, unless maybe next time we'll have an album lined up for that we'll review next time and all that, because I don't have anything at the moment.
1: I'll, so we'll come up with something. I feel like we should all continue to offer one album each so that there's like, hopefully, again, there'll be three of us. We can talk about like two or three albums. We can all go into depth on them and what we liked, what we didn't like. Yeah. Rate them one to six. Um, yeah. So. This is and, and this is Dino. Uh and thank you for listening.
0: Thank you.